What do ancient tombstones tell us about deaconesses? By Vincent E. White Sr. Vincent E. White Sr., D. Min, is a retired pastor and author of the 21st century deacon and deaconesses, reflecting the biblical model. The 21st century deacon and deaconesses, reflecting the biblical model workbook, and Problem Solvers and Soul Winners, a handbook for deacons and deaconesses. UTE Eisen presents some interesting discoveries from the inscriptions written on the tombstones of female deacons or deaconesses during the 4th through the 7th centuries. In this statement, he predates proof of their existence in Asia Minor to the 2nd century. Eisen says, The number of surviving inscriptions concerning women deacons in Asia Minor is very extensive. Very early, 1 Timothy 3.11 and Pliny EPX 96.8 attest the presence of women deacons in Asia Minor in the 2nd century. The abundant epigraphic evidence suggests the continuity of an office of women deacons in Asia Minor from the very beginning. Based upon inscriptions written on the tombstones of the husbands of female deacons or deaconesses, it can be concluded that their holding the office of deaconess was not dependent upon their husbands being deacons. A woman deacon named Basilisas dedicated inscription to her deceased husband and his family. The inscription reads, The first man of the village, Quintus, son of Heraclius, with his wife Matrona and his children, and Isetus and Catilla, all four lie in this grave. The wife of Anicetus, the deacon Basilisus, has erected this pleasant tomb together with her only son, Numitorius, who is still an immature child. Three things can be deduced from this inscription. The first thing is that it is certain that Basilisus was an office holder in the church, while her husband bears no official title. Therefore, the church during the second century did not require women to be married to female deacons in order to serve as female deacons, as some interpret 1 Timothy 3.11. A better interpretation of this scripture is that these women are women deacons, deaconesses, whether or not they were married to male deacons. Another example of this is the deacon Strategus from Gosli, who together with her son Pancratius dedicated a gravestone to her husband Minias her sister-in-law Alexandria, and her son, Dominus. The second deduction is that women deacons were not in every case required to be virgins. It varied according to regions. Here are two examples of women deacons in Macedonia, the region of Edesia. One of them is a virgin, the other is not. The inscriptions read, Monument of Agathokilia, the virgin and deacon, and Monument of the deacon Theodosia, and the virgins Aspelia and Agothokolkia. Therefore, virgins and women deacons were two distinct groups. The family situation of these women in Asia Minor varied. Many of them were wives and mothers, and others were members of monastic orders. However, the family situation of women deacons in the region of Moab was different. In Moab, none of the women named in the inscriptions is connected with a family of her own. Same as for the male deacons of this region. This points to the possibility that epigraphically attested women deacons of the time and region lived celibate lives, as demanded by Canon 15 of the Council of Chaldean. For all office holders, with the exception of lectors 
and cantors. The third and final is that the women deacons, deaconesses and widows were two distinct groups. John Wijen Gads agrees with this assessment. He states, During the first centuries, however, confusion in terminology and practice remained. In 517 AD, the Synod of Epan speaks of widows whom they call deaconesses. Deaconesses are sometimes referred to as widow and deaconesses. It is likely, however, that the two roles have always been somewhat distinct. A few more facts revealed by these ancient tombstones are all of these women office holders held the official title of deacon or deaconess. On some of their tombstone inscriptions, the title was abbreviated as deac or dc. Also, the inscription on the tombstone of Deacon Maria states that she died at the age of 38. This indicates that younger women were ordained to the deaconite during the 7th century. Concerning some of the responsibilities carried out by deaconesses, Deacon Maria's tombstone inscription reads, Here lies the Deacon Maria of Pius and blessed memory, who according to the words of the apostle, raised children, sheltered guests, washed the feet of the saints, and shared her bread with the needy. Remember her, Lord, when she comes into your kingdom. What a rich history today's deaconesses can be proud of. For bibliographical and biblical references on this article, and for much more content for elders and church leaders, please visit eldersdigest.org.